Welcome to How I Work, a show about the tactics, hacks and rituals used by the world's most successful people to get so much out of their day. I'm your host, Dr. Amantha Imber. I'm an organisational psychologist, the founder of innovation consultancy Inventium, and I'm obsessed with finding ways to optimise my workday. Today's episode is another experiment in my year-long project called My Year of Better, where I am aiming to improve my life by testing out strategies that I think will make me happier, more productive, less stressed, and more creative. So on to today's experiment. Now to give some context, I used to be a perfectionist and I was also and still am highly competitive. I first became aware of these tendencies at school. If my assignment came back with an A, I would feel disappointed that the plus was missing. And if I wasn't the first to finish a maths quiz, I would question my numerical ability. And if I didn't top the class in all academic assignments, I would feel like a failure. In primary school, a girl called Bonnie Smart was my arch nemesis. She lived up to her name and would frequently get higher marks than me. I felt like we were the only two people who existed in our class. And whenever she would beat me at something, I would feel devastated. Not surprisingly, the combination of perfectionism and competitiveness is not the best combination for a healthy outlook on life, although it is a great combination for getting ahead in one's career. Now, I prided myself on winning and being successful. Failure was not part of my self-identity. I was used to anything I put my mind to leading to success, which of course means that when failure does arrive, it hits you hard. My natural inclination was to hide my failures. My failures embarrassed me because I thought it meant I was a lesser person. And if other people knew about my failures, surely their positive impressions of me would be tainted. Now, in my adult life, there have been moments where I've tried to embrace failure. For example, when I was 22 years old, I decided to try to secure a record deal for an album I'd produced. I sent copies of my album off to dozens of managers, publishers and labels. And I said to myself, I would aim to fill my bedroom wall with rejection letters before I would expect any, uh, any kind of offer. Now, I only got a quarter of the way through covering the wall before an offer arrived, which ironically did not help me learn any lessons about failure and setbacks. Now, through my work at innovation consultancy Inventium, I see plenty of people struggle with failure, wanting to hide it, punish it, deny it, and no good can come of this because the best way to learn is to fail. And when we start to talk about our failures openly rather than repress them, we actually increase our resilience. So Harvard psychology professor Daniel Wegner, who sadly passed away in 2013, coined the term ironic mental processes through a series of experiments. What he found is that when individuals try to suppress certain thoughts and emotions, they actually resurface more intensely than before. And for example, Professor uh, of Psychology Jennifer Borton and her colleagues found that when we ignore doubts about ourselves and try to push them to the side, self-esteem actually declines and anxiety rises. Wegner argued that we need to stop suppressing negative thoughts and emotions and instead express them. Ironically, doing so should increase resilience and self-belief, 
which is exactly what we're going to do in this week's experiment in a very public way. So this week, if you are playing along in my year of better, your challenge is to write a failure resume and make it public. So these are your instructions. Firstly, there for every experiment that I'm running, I'm actually uh, tracking how effective they are. So go to the show notes and complete the pre-experiment questionnaire. That's the first thing to do. It'll only take you a couple of minutes. Um, So the second thing to do is to reflect on your last 10 years, although feel free to go back further. And I want you to write down your greatest hits list of failures. Try to go for the really big and embarrassing ones. And feel free to just stick to the world of work or you might want to venture beyond this into your personal life too. Next, I'll need you to open up a fresh note in Evernote or your note-taking software of choice and write failure resume at the top. Then list the year and describe each failure in as much or as little detail as you like. And for each failure, describe what you learnt, which was hopefully something. Now, the kind of big and possibly scary part now that you've created this failure resume, is I want you to post it somewhere public. So you might post it to your LinkedIn page, Twitter, maybe your blog if you have one, or perhaps just email it to a few friends or co-workers. If you are putting it on social media, tag it with hashtag my year of better and or hashtag failure resume. And that way I'll be able to find it. And you also might want to link to it uh, in a blog that I'm keeping about my year of better, which again, I'll link to in the show notes. So if you're keen for doing this experiment, feel free to just do it. But if you'd like to be one of my lab rats, of which there are now about 1500, just go to the show notes uh, in the episode um, description and you'll be able to complete the pre-experiment questionnaire. So your deadline for completing this experiment is within the next week so you don't procrastinate on it. And a shout out to Wharton Professor Adam Grant, who has been a guest on How I Work for inspiring this experiment. Good luck with it. And if you're participating, I can't wait to read about your failures. So that is it for today's show. If you know other people who you think would be interested in participating in this experiment as part of my year of better, why not share this episode with them? Or you might want to just hop on my website detailing these experiments, which is myyearofbetter.com. And if you're enjoying how I work, why not leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast? I love getting feedback and I'm super appreciative of everyone that leaves a review. So thank you. So that's it for today's show and I will see you next time.